that time of year when you should start thinking about taking an off season. That is if you're in the northern hemisphere, if you're in the southern hemisphere, you should go ahead and take some notes or save this episode and come back to it in six months. But if you're like me, we're heading into the winter and it's time to consider the off season. So I'm going to share with you in this episode why you should take an off season, why you shouldn't just keep pushing on through and what you should do during that off season so that you come back stronger than ever next year. That's coming up right after this intro. You're listening to the Femme Cyclist Podcast and I'm your host, Kristen Bonkowski. Like most of you, I'm a bicycle obsessed rider and sometimes racer. Each week I'll bring you interviews from inspiring women and offer tips and tricks to help you thrive on the bike. At Femme Cyclist, we celebrate all forms of riding and all forms of women. So whether you're a road racer, bike commuter, or hardcore shredder, you'll find your community here. At Femme Cyclist, we've tested a lot of bike saddles, and some of our favorites are the Terry saddles. I use the Terry Butterfly on several of my bikes and love it. If you're ready to try out a new women-specific saddle, make sure that you try one of the Terry saddles. You can try them for 30 days and return it if it's not a great fit for you. Go check them out at femcyclist.com slash Terry. Okay, so what is an off-season? It is a period of time somewhere between two to six weeks. I would encourage somewhere towards the longer period of time where you are giving your body a chance to rest and recover and giving your mind a chance to rest and recover as well. It is very, very easy and tempting to finish the season and with all this fitness, you're feeling great and you're like, let's just keep going. Let's move into the winter and continue to train and I will be in better shape than ever next year. But unfortunately, that's just really not the way that it works. In order to be your strongest next year, you need to take rest now. So we can think about this in terms of our training we do smaller breaks all throughout the year in our weeks we have rest days in our training blocks we have rest weeks and the off season is really this one longer period of time that you spend each year to rest and recover The more intense you went this year, the harder you trained, the more volume you had, the more important rest during the off-season is going to be. That said, even recreational cyclists, those of us who aren't doing following any kind of intense training plan, can still benefit a lot from taking an off-season. If you are an avid cyclist, chances are you are biking most days of the week, and chances are that you did some really big stuff this summer. You might have gone on a mountain bike vacation. You might have done a century ride. Chances are you were pushing your body in big ways over the summer, and it's time now to recover from that. When should you start your off-season? That's really up to you. You can pick a specific date on the calendar that's going to be the start of your off-season, but you can also just let it happen naturally, and that's what I like to do. So right now where I live, we still have nice weather, and I know it's not going to last very much longer, so I am still getting out and making the most of these beautiful days and still biking at a quite high volume, but... I know that eventually here it is going to snow and that first snow is going to ruin the trails. That'll be a natural time for me to back it off and take my off season. Similarly, 
The days are getting darker and shorter and you may have your training that you do after work and now it's getting dark for that. So that might be a natural progression time to back it off and take your off season as well. Or you might just get really busy over the holidays and that is one nice part about taking this off season over the holidays is just knowing that you are going to back it off. You're going to enjoy the season. You're going to enjoy your family. You're not going to push yourself so hard and be so busy. And you can take that as an off-season as well. What does an off-season look like? It's going to look a little bit different from everybody. But one thing it's not, and people often think it is, is just laying on the couch, watching TV, and eating potato chips. That's really not going to get you anywhere. And that's not what we're looking for. What an off-season should be is still moving your body every day, but allowing yourself to recover mentally and physically. What you're definitely not doing is following any kind of structured training plan or any kind of high-volume training. You are going to take a total step back from serious biking. You can still ride your bicycle. Riding your bicycle might give you great joy And you don't want to give up the bike for the off-season. And there's actually nothing wrong with that. It just might look like going for some rides with friends who are slower than you. Going for rides with your family, with your kids. Just taking your Garmin off of your bike. Not looking at any of your stats. Not looking at your Strava. Just going for some relaxed, enjoyable, soul-affirming kind of bike ride. You're not doing any intervals. You're not going out for a three and a half hour Saturday bike ride. You're keeping it very gentle and easy on your body. You can also choose to take the entire time off of the bike. You still want to move your body every day, but you might decide that this is the time that you have a little bit more time for running if you enjoy running, or you might be moving into ski season. So you're going to do some skiing or whatever kind of movement that you enjoy doing that you don't get to do as often when you're training on the bike. This is the time to enjoy doing those things. You just want to avoid, again, going really, really hard. This isn't the time for super structured training. It's the time for soulful movement. You can also spend this time doing some strength and mobility training. A lot of us have trouble trying to figure out how to fit in strength and mobility and cycling training all at the same time. So winter is a great time to do that. You can start during the off season and then continue trying to do it through the winter as you begin your base training for next year and your volume is still lower. This is also a great time just to enjoy other parts of your life. We tend to, as cyclists, get so focused on riding our bikes that we miss out on some other really enjoyable things, right? So maybe you enjoy reading. You can read some books during this time. You haven't spent a lot of time with your family. Spend more time with your family, especially here during the holidays. And you can catch up on the less enjoyable parts of life that we might ignore during the summer when we're really enjoying riding our bikes. So You can spend some time on house projects, getting caught up on work. Obviously, you still want to plan enjoyable activity during this time as you're focusing on rest and recovery, but sometimes feeling rested and recovered also means catching up on all of the other parts of your life that feel out of control when you're ignoring them riding your bike. This is also the time to start planning your year ahead. 
look out to the spring and summer? Are there races you're going to want to do? Do you have a vacation you want to take to ride your bike? What are your goals and what is your plan to achieve those goals? Start looking for a cycling coach. Start choosing a training plan you're going to follow. Work backwards and this is the time to spend the time thinking about it, dreaming about what you would like to accomplish for the coming year. You can also spend time working on yourself. What things can you do off the bike to make yourself faster on the bike when it comes time again? These things can include dialing in your nutrition. You might just focus on how you can eat better and preparing nutritious meals. You could spend this time starting a meditation practice or or meeting with the therapist or a mental skills coach to work on your confidence and your mental strength to go into the next season. Deal with any underlying health issues. Go to a massage therapist to get out that some of that tension you have in your back. Or see a functional medicine doctor to get blood work done so you can figure out if you have low iron or low vitamin D or anything that might be slowing you down on the bike. Finally, the off-season is a great time to take care of your bike. If you're like me, by the time the off-season comes around, I've had months and months and months of just kind of ignoring all of the squeaks and creaks and groans that my bike is making. And now is the time to go ahead and take it into the bike shop. They're not as busy this time of year, which is great. Or it's a great time to go down to the garage and bike apart and clean it yourself and maybe learn some new bike maintenance skills. Whatever you decide to do with your off season or however long you take, decide to take it for, I would just urge you to make it happen. It is such a good reset button from last season to evaluate what things went right, what things went wrong, and what you would like to accomplish next season, how you can make those dreams happen. Did you enjoy that episode? If so, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell your favorite female writing partners about us. It helps us get the word out about the Fem Cyclist podcast, grow our community, and reach more rad women like yourself. Thanks for listening, and until next time, happy riding.